Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. Boom! This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in. Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, champion, and welcome back to the Everyday Saturday podcast. So great to have you on the number one motivational, inspirational, so empowering podcast in the world. Thanks to everybody that downloads the show, gives it a listen. Listen once, you'll hate it. You're like, this guy's out of his mind. Give it two weeks, you'll be hooked, all right? And we are five ratings away from the magic 1,000 mark. So if you haven't left a rating for the show on iTunes, would you please do that? Helps amazing people like you find this very podcast. Let's dive into today's show. Have you ever heard that term, uh, hey, things just have a way of working out? And it's such a throwaway line. I think a lot of people just say it to just be done with an uncomfortable conversation. When someone downloads their problems on you and you're like, yeah, you know what? Things just have a way of working out. Well, I actually believe that. (laughs) I actually believe things have a way of working out, but um, not without you taking action. Faith without deeds doesn't work. I mean, you can have faith. I have faith. You have faith. But if you don't have any action or any deeds behind that faith, it just isn't. I mean, God is not going to just sit there and say, here you go. Here you go. Oh, you need that. Here you go. Oh, you need more money in your checking account. There you go. Oh, you want a higher limit on your credit card. There you go. You want a bigger house. You want a new family room, a new basement. Oh, here you go. It doesn't work that way. How do, how do I know? Oh, I've, I've tested God many times. I'm like, God, you just get me out. Of, I'm, I'm, I'm a great broker. Like I'm the guy that wants to broker the deal with God. Hey, God, you just get me out of this situation. I promise. I pr- I'll tithe more. I'll go to church twice, not even just on Sunday. I'll pray more, and I will be so thankful to you. And as I look back on that, I can just hear God's laughter saying, Son, let me tell you something. You were created in my image. You're playing life so small. You've got the Holy Spirit right inside of you, and you're actually trying to broker a deal with me. I gave my only son to you. What's the matter with you? Like, that's what he's saying. And so when I hear that, you know, things just have a way of working out. I believe that, but they're never going to work out without you taking action and letting go of everything that you tripped over. You know, you walk down the sidewalk, you happen to trip. You ever seen those uneven sidewalks? I grew up in Bradford, PA. It seems like every sidewalk was uneven. You know, it's got that big lip on the next uh, slab of concrete. You trip over it. What do you do? You're like, oh, and you keep walking. Do you go back? with a magnifying glass and obsess over the sidewalk being uneven. Like, how was I so stupid to trip over that concrete slab? How did I not see that? I looked like a complete idiot. Well, I can't walk any further. That's it. I'm not walking any further. I mean, think how ridiculous that would be. But but yet that's what we do every day. You know, we trip over uh, something. We call that a mistake. We call that a failure. We obsess about it. We don't move forward because we can't believe we were so stupid to do that thing. And now we can't walk any further on the journey, which is the exact opposite of how you should view it. Oh, I tripped. Keep walking. Just keep on walking. And that thing that didn't work out, 
it works out when you keep walking. I think one of the things also that I never really obsess about, or I do obsess about rather, let me let me flip that. I never give up. I just don't give up. You know, it takes a long time for me to learn something. I ain't the sharpest tool out there, man. Twenty college credits, most of them gym and health class. They wouldn't even transfer to the local community college. So I knew that going in. I'm just not, I've accepted that. Now people are like, oh my God, you're so smart. You're so smart. That's just because I've learned stuff and applied it. You know, I've always been quick in the sense that, you know what I'm really quick is quitting. I wrote a book, God, what was it, 10 years ago? And it was titled The Quitter's Guide. And it said that winners always quit. Winners always quit, you know? And it was kind of a flip, right? I mean, where I was like, quitters never win, winners never quit. But, I've learned to quit so many things that weren't good for me. You know, example, I don't even drink alcohol that much anymore. There's a time and a place for it. I did a podcast last January. I think it was, I, it's funny, you know the data stuff. I, I'm, I'm kind of weird like that too. I can recite like things that you know where you were when it happened. People can tell you like I knew where I was when JFK got shot. Those of you that were alive at that period of time, I know where I was when the space shuttle blew up in 1986. I was walking down the hall, my senior year of high school and it was right around 1 one thirty in the afternoon and i remember somebody saying hey did you see the space shuttle exploded I'm like what what are you talking about it was a big deal the first teacher krista mcauliffe was on that flight uh the first teacher ever to go up in space uh, i mean you know what, what happened i mean it was it was so incredibly sad her parents were watching the launch and i just know where i was at that time and i've kind of taken that with me i know where i was when i've made some of my biggest mistakes biggest failures. I mean, I remember um, when I was losing all my money back in the day when I quit my job and I bought, I had that Quiznos franchise and I remember my wife coming into the store and I just had my head in my hands. And I said, I can't make this work. And she goes, well, you got a couple options. Cut the cord. I support either way. I mean, she's six months pregnant, by the way, with our third kid. I support you either way or keep it going. But chasing the sinking ship may not be the best option. And as long as I knew I had her support, then I knew I was fine because I just needed her to let me know that. And, you know, it sucked. I don't want to even pretend to tell you that that I, I'm so happy it happened now, some 18 years later, but I would have given anything at the time to just hit the eject button, be out of that situation, and never even have to deal with it. But I did. It made me so incredibly stronger. It showed me who my real friends were, showed me who wasn't a really good friend at the time, and that's why I'm so guarded about my inner circle. I am so protective of the people that I allow into my life. And that taught me a really valuable lesson about that, you know. But here's the thing. You know, I use this on the podcast a lot. God has called you to launch a movement. He's called you to use your spiritual gifts in this world, the gifts that only he gave to you. I believe I'm called to help people get their message clear, concise, and launch it to the world via a podcast. You know, I believe everybody has a story to share and everybody has a lesson to teach. I believe God gave that to me. That's why I never give up. That's why I always podcast. It's not me. It's like, oh, I got to get a podcast. No, God has called me to do this. It's so, it's so big. It's so much bigger than an Instagram post or posting on, you know, Facebook or sharing a funny meme out there to try to, you know, trick people into listening to my podcast or becoming a, a mastermind member. You know, I don't even do one-on-one -on -one coaching anymore. No, I don't do it. I do it at a higher level, but I don't do it at the beginner level anymore because I understand now. You know, I understand that most people aren't ready for that level of accountability, that level of learning. There's a lot that goes into that one-on-one -on -one coaching where people, 
sometimes they come in without a, not a, a lot of knowledge. And I've learned that over the past five years that this individual is better off joining a group program where, look, I facilitate it. But we have so many amazing people that are inside of our mastermind group. I mean, they're just like you. These are people who go to jobs every day. They own a business. A few of them are retired. Some of them don't know how to you know, hook up a microphone yet. I love that because the group comes together. The power of the mastermind comes together. And that's not to say there wasn't any value in one-on-one coaching. That's not it at all. But I think to, to equate it to that if you were to do one-on-one coaching – and you're giving somebody a Ferrari and they're learning to drive, that might not be the best vehicle for them at the time. You know, they got all this power and they're tapping into a small percentage of it. So I've shifted to that mastermind, that group coaching, because of the power of everybody inside of that. That's a learning lesson for them and for me. So now I don't accept one-on-one clients until they've gone through our mastermind group because now I know They've got the basic foundation for the message down. They understand what coaching and accountability is. They've shown up, and it's got to be a good fit, and we're able to observe each other, them observing me, me observing them, and it's such an easy an easy relationship after that point. They're like, oh, my God, yeah, I want more of this, but I want to be closer to the source of momentum, and I want to work one-on-one. But things always work out. Going back to the original title, things always work out because you never give up. Failure is not an option. Failure is just something, it's, a, it's something that happened for you, not to you. It happened for you, but you don't stop there. You know, you have the action and you have the deeds that matches the amount of faith. If you don't have a lot of faith, guess what's going to happen? You're not going to take really a lot of action because there's nothing behind that. You're not like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to see this through. I'm going to have the success that I want to have with it. I know the journey is going to look different than what my vision is for it, but I'm never giving up. I mean, I'm staying in this game forever. Forever is a long time, but is it? I mean, it's really just, what, the rest of your natural life. Man, for me, guy going to be 55 this June, might have 20 good years left, maybe 30, God willing. That ain't a lot of time, man. I mean, I'm closer to my last day on this planet than I went my first day. And that really drives me. It really just inspires, oh, my God, so much in me that I'm never going to give up. you got to have that same sense of things will always work out when you go to work. And it's not the grind. It's not putting in 18-hour days. It's understanding the value of your time, where you're going to focus that time, and that energy. And when it's in a shorter window, it's like gunpowder, man. It's just compacted inside of there. And the, just the amount of output that comes from that short, compacted window. So you got to stay focused, activate the faith, understand there's action behind that, and put that in a compartmentalized, just a shorter window of time. You don't got to work eight hours a day, 10 hours a day. You can be thinking about all of this. I think about my business and my clients and our mastermind group all the time. But the amount of action I do on a daily basis is in a very short period so I can just have that combustible type of resolution to it. Does that make sense? So I think it's real important. Understand things will always work out when you put the work in. And by the way, if you would like to talk about joining our group of amazing, positive, inspirational people, uh, go ahead and just shoot me a text message, 513-582-6570. Say, hey, Sam, I want to talk about joining the Mastermind Group, and we'll just schedule a Zoom call. It's really that simple. It's my personal cell phone. Text me. Join the group. 
even if you don't want to start a podcast, it's so much more. It is a podcasting mastermind, but man, the energy, the ideas that come out of that. We talk a lot about faith. We talk a lot about mindset. I mean, heck, 80% of our calls are about mindset because that is the real, real wild card in this entire equation, regardless of what you want to do. All right, let's go. Let's have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.